Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. The Bugle presents The Last Post with Alice Fraser. Hello, posters, and welcome to The Last Post, the final word in this The Most Final of Worlds. Today's episode marks Thursday, the 22nd of October of the year 2020. Your guest today on the podcast is returning favourite celebrity celebrity, Mr. Andrew Zaltzman. Welcome back to the show. Hello, Alice. How are you? I am well, Andrew. I'm having a, a delightful day. I went round the world in my giant satellite rotating studio above the earth. I pointed and I laughed. Cool. Yeah. That's good perspective, isn't it? I mean, that's uh, well. I think everyone could everyone could do with a go in that. Frankly, you're going to allow the rest of the, the world to, to to populate it. Ah, uh, no, you don't become rich and successful to share that shit. Right, I guess not. Well, I should know that better than anyone. <laughs> Coming up today, we'll be talking all the latest in Brexit, remember that, news. Uh, Andy, you're our Brexit, remember that correspondent, and I'm sure you'll bring do, us do some what? Brexit, remember that? Sorry, it's, it's gone, it's gone. <laughs> but first, some headlines of stories we won't have time for. And in the news today, in this international climate, election fever has struck the nations of the world as well as America because the nations of the world don't get a vote but do get to tell Americans what they think on Twitter as the US public is faced with the rare opportunity to approximately choose between two evils, one of which is the evil of institutional pragmatism and genteel realpolitik wrapped in pleasant rhetoric and the possibility of marginally better basic infrastructure, and the other of which is the evil of self-interest leveraging the desperate rage of people too miserable for facts. Voters will be able to quote unquote, decide leadership within the stultified framework of a democracy developed during a period when the fastest communication and transport system was a horse by voting in the party whose leader will be temporary king of the United States for three to seven months or however long it takes till they're rolled out of power by a civil war. 
Andrew, have you been yes. watching American politics? Well, I'm not just watching. I've been participating in it you know, very much <laughs> you know, on on the ground. I've been uh, embedded in, in both both campaigns for much of the last couple of months for my uh, forthcoming show, Andy Zaltzman Attempts to Become President of the USA by the Back Door. I mean, without wishing to give away how that series ends, I am back in Britain now. <laughs> it was fascinating to, you know, to, to see... Actually, the extent to which uh, I, don't, I don't think both sides have fully realised quite how much further they could go in terms of deliberately misleading the public and undermining <laughs> the, the, the tenets of American democracy. It's, I mean, because you keep thinking they've reached their limit, but yeah, with a bit of added creativity, I like to think an outside perspective that they're actually uh, way more depth to plumb. Meanwhile, after revelations from the International Monetary Fund that countries that have chosen to not lock down end up with a dip in their economic well-being because people are staying home anyway, in an attempt to allay fears about the coronavirus and get people back onto the streets, the UK and US governments have revealed the successful product of a secret science program to reanimate long-dead English author Jane Austen. Austen will be kept filled with the chemical fluids that maintain life on the promise that she'll make COVID-19 as romantic and aspirational as consumption. She'll team up with Saatchi and Saatchi for a comeback tour to sell COVID-19 to the population. The tour promises to make you cough old school, which is to say coquettishly into a handkerchief signalling your imminent death from tuberculosis. (laughs) And that's all the time we have for the headlines we don't have time for, because now it's time for your ads. Your ad section now, because in the absence of government funding for the arts, this kind of demeaning shit is the framework for all creative expression. (laughs) This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Grief Counselling. If you're happy and you know it, don't come to Grief (laughs) Counselling. And this episode of the podcast is brought to you by PDA, the secular prayer group Prayers for David Attenborough. Join fans of David Attenborough in their daily appreciation of all things environment and the drumbeat of their subtle pleading to a god they don't believe in. Please, please, he's so great. Please give him another 10 years of active documentarianing. And please, 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 please let him not turn out to have been some sort of creep. I couldn't bear for the man who brought me my first visceral view of leopards f***ing to have been a bad dude. Let the leopard f***ing be pure and noble. If you keep putting things down and can't find them again, try Chekhov's gun. Put it down in Act 1 and it'll show up in Act (laughs) 3. High above the earth is the land of the giants, a race of giants bigger than other things. They don't know they're giants, so they think the name is weird, but they are a gentle species, incapable of feigning emotion. If you're a giant looking to create an emotional scene for a movie or IMAX spectacular, as all movies are called in the land of giants, try inserting a fake tear into your giant eye with half a glass of water for a single perfect giant tear. Though, of course, your measurements will probably call it something else and your half glasses are way bigger than ours. But we mean a tiny half glass of water, probably about a quarter of one of your teaspoons full. Half a glass of water. It's as much as you need it to be. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And that's your ad section today. The last post. Now it's time for your top story. Top story today, Brexit. Remember that? Andrew's ultimate. What's happening in the world of... Brexit? Well, uh, Britain has been reminded of Brexit uh, because uh, a, a poll showed that, um, well, way fewer than uh, 17.4 million people actually remembered about Brexit, uh, which is democratically a very awkward number to reach. So there was a huge debate in the House of Commons yesterday. Um, Prime Minister Boris Johnson pledged that British uh, bouncy castles after Brexit will be 10% bouncier due to being able to use more elasticated gas when inflating the devices than is currently allowed <laughs> under EU law. Uh, challenged by the Labour leader uh, Keir Starmer, Johnson denied having said his previous sentence, which he'd just said out loud, and insisted that Britain is so amazing that we could sell bricks to the world at the same price as bars of solid gold from other countries, <laughs> and added that all countries around the world are quite literally clamouring for the eggs of British women to use in their IVF <laughs> clinics to make their own countries a bit more British and therefore better. Uh, challenged by Labour leader Keir Starmer, Johnson declared Starmer to be an unpatriotic misogynist for not agreeing that British women's eggs are the best eggs in the world and promised that after Brexit, all British people would be awarded the Nobel Peace Prize for not having invaded anywhere in ages, despite it being both our right and indeed our duty to civilise the rest of the world by <laughs> embritishing them like we used to in the old days, as a result of which all the countries which were once part of the British Empire are better than all the countries which were not by at least 38%. Uh, a very British percentage, uh, Johnson claimed. Challenged by Keir Starmer to give evidence for these claims, Johnson blasted the Labour leader for asking annoying questions like a teacher's pet rather than stroking the Prime Minister and calling him Big Brilliant Bobo like he had promised to do when pledging to offer his support <laughs> through these difficult times. Challenged by Keir Starmer, who said he was merely doing his job as opposition leader and had never made such a pledge, Johnson pulled his trousers down to reveal a pair of Union Jack underpants and said, who's wearing a pair of these? Whereupon all Tory MPs in the House dropped their kecks to reveal identical Union Jack underpants. Johnson then demanded Starmer reveal his underpants, which Johnson claimed were much less patriotic. Challenged by Labour leader Keir Starmer on whether or not patriotism can in fact be demonstrated uh, through the use of flag-branded underwear, which the Labour leader claimed was not in fact patriotic based on the argument that if you grabbed a flag and rubbed it over your arse and crotch, people would think it was in fact the opposite of patriotism, so wearing the material nestled taut on, on your undergrundular area was, if anything, an insult to Queen and country, Johnson replied by clenching his teeth until he was red in the face and going, Grrr! He then announced <laughs> trade deals were imminent with, amongst others, Kazakhstan, Turkmenistan, Blankistan, fill in the blank with whatever syllable you want, uh, Paraguay Quadombivia, which he thinks is probably in South America or somewhere, Brobdingnag, the Crips, Scotland, anywhere else you care to mention, the Kardashians <laughs> and Canada. Challenged by Starmer to give further details of uh, these deals and their impact on the UK economy long term, Johnson replied, your mum, then jumped onto the back benches, put on one of those fake nose, moustache and glasses sets and pretended to be the MP for South Snutterbridge and asked, would the Prime Minister agree that he is an absolute dreamboat and welcome the proposal to build a 20 metre high bronze statue of him in every school in Britain before jumping back to the dispatch box and uh, pointedly thanking himself for at last someone making
making a constructive contribution to the discussion with an attempted withering glass at Keir Starmer, who by now was curled up in a ball on the opposition front bench muttering, I'm not sure I can take four more years of this. So in the end, a win for the Prime Minister very much back on form, mojo reworking and Brexit uh, completely back on track, Alice. Well, I mean, we have to be glad for the opposition leader that uh, Boris Johnson was not in one of his Dragon Weeks, uh, the monthly Dragon Week that he undergoes as a were-dragon. And well, when y- he yes. clenched his teeth and went grrr, he didn't actually transform into a, a full dragon. Yes. Well, I mean, there are there were, it, it must be said, some uh, well charred and still, uh, in some cases, smouldering MPs on the back benches who um, uh, were <laughs> very, very much strong in their support for for the Prime Minister. I'm afraid that's all the time we have for our top story right now because now it's time for your letters to the editor. Your letter to the editor now. Remember, you can send a letter to the editor by writing to us at the last post at somethingelse.com. And uh, this letter comes in from Ray, who says, Dear Alice and fellow literature enthusiast. That's you today, Andrew. Yeah. Well, I'm a published novelist, as you know, so I guess I count in that, uh, um, that, that category. I mean, I yes. didn't actually write the books that were published under my name. They were just reprints of classics from English literature, but yeah, <laughs> still published. But you had to choose from a list, and that involved a well, lot of someone else. Someone else chose chose from a list for me, but <laughs> you know, I, I had to approve that choice from the short list of things they'd chosen, which I did. Which which you did in response to a text that someone read out loud to you. Absolutely, but yeah, you know, the, the the point is, I had a I had an influence at some point. In the process. Well, uh, the letter goes on to say, having recently debunked suggestions that Dancy Lagarde might be open to charges of creamy supremacy, what do you say to accusations of cultural appropriation levelled by those who identify as undead? I do love a good Dancy, but would hate to end up on the wrong side of historical fiction. Best regards to you and best of luck to Christopher. Uh, this comes in from Finnegan. Andrew, have you got anything to say to Finnegan? Well, I think... In the modern world, the key is to never like anything because the person who's created it um, will inevitably at some point in this life or the next be completely discredited for something they (laughs) may or may not have said and or done. So you can just avoid that disappointment by just never, never liking anything. So I would advise that much as I respect the works of, uh, of Lagarde. That is legitimate and fair. And Lagarde is a mysterious enough figure that I feel like uh, there's there's no personal life to, to be revealed or uncovered there. Well, it, it, exactly. Uh, but in many ways, is that not equally as culpable as having done absolutely terrible things in your personal life? No, but, but the point stands. If you ask the internet, yes, absolutely. <laughs> That is all the time we have today, and thank you for tuning into The Last Post. We're here in your ears 366 days of this year, and we'll be back in the same place again tomorrow. Subscribe to get a daily dose of world-class satire in this dimension, or if you're in the other dimension, the best daily satirical alternate universe output available anywhere in the world. It's nice to be the best at something, even if it means you have to invent your own category. Your guest today (laughs) on the podcast was uh, Captain Andrew Zaltzman. Andrew, have you got anything to plug? Uh, I've got a uh, new TV show starting next week uh, called DN Wahey, um, in which um, <laughs> celebrities are injected with DNA from different creatures and then made to do extreme activities to see if having a, a bit of an extra you know, Darwinian DNA power from uh, other uh, animals and, and birds and fish makes us relish extreme activities more. So for this series, I've been uh, variously in- injected with the DNA of the peregrine falcon, the zebra, the termite, 
shark and the chicken <laughs> and then was made to go you know, skydive with the peregrine falcon DNA coursing through my my bloodstream to see if it made me enjoy the sensation of plummeting at hundreds of miles an hour towards the earth more or less enjoyable. I, and did it? Uh, no, but it did make me want to pick up small animals uh, off the ground and eat them raw. So it might be that I just had the wrong strands of that DNA. The, the zebra DNA did make me enjoy the thrill of being chased rather more than I traditionally uh, <laughs> traditionally have uh, as a termite. Um, much more interested in architecture, interestingly. Uh, <laughs> shark, uh, oddly, hates swimming. Uh, and, um, well, a chicken... That explains a lot. It, it does, doesn't it? The um, the chicken turns out chickens are actually quite brave. They just don't often get the chance to show it, and so the the use of the word chicken is totally inappropriate. But um, anyway, you I can mean, see more. I mean, it is the answer to that old classic: Why did the chicken cross a road? Because it was very brave. Yes, exactly. Yeah, but we we never hear that, do we? It's always some piece of bullshit about something or other on another chicken. <laughs> The last post is an Alice Fraser and Bugle Podcasts production. I am Alice Fraser. Find me online at Alliterative on Twitter and Instagram or commit to the full Alice Fraser experience by signing up to support my work at patreon.com slash Alice Fraser for behind-the-scenes look at my glamorous life and downloads of all my stand-up specials as well as exclusive other stuff. The executive producer of this podcast is Christopher D. Skinner. His sub-producer and hench thug, the iron fist inside his velvet glove, is the inimitable and menacing Ped Hunter. As we always say, good luck to you, Christopher, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.